Strange and Scary Mysteries of the Month, January 2020. Strange and Scary Mysteries of the Month is a compilation of the weird, disturbing, and downright baffling stories currently happening in our world. From UFOs and serial killers, ancient sites, mysterious creatures, and even ghosts, these are the Strange and Scary Mysteries of the Month for January 2020. Number 5. Pig-Monkey Hybrid Raid Shadow Legend is a game I've been playing for a while now because not only is it a ton of fun, but the graphics are seriously ridiculous and badass. They've put a lot of time in creating a game that truly gives you an immersive experience, and the details are like nothing else you'll find on most mobile games. A lot of RPG games can be all cutesy and bright, but that's not my style. Raid Shadow Legends is hardcore, dark, and just an epic game that if you haven't already, you guys need to check out. The best part of the game is that there's tons of characters to choose from, and they all have their own different weapons that are all upgradable. So as you go through and earn rewards, you can make your characters better and better. You can create a team, upgrade your armor and special weapons, and it's all totally free. You can find me on the game under the name Scary Mist, so hit me up on there and maybe we can jump into a game together. Go to the video description, click on the special links, and if you are a new player, you will get 100,000 silver plus one free champion. All the treasure will be waiting for you there, and this reward will be available for the next 30 days. I'll see you guys on there. China is home to some weird and fabulous things, so it almost comes as no surprise when they announced late in 2019 that they finally created a pig monkey creature. You might think, how bizarre is it for scientists to especially choose a pig and monkey hybrid to create, but there's a purpose for it. Scientists created this animal hybrid because of the possibility they could one day pave the way for human organs to be grown by animals. Researchers from the State Key Laboratory of Stem Cell and Reproductive Biology in Beijing, China, has officially created the first pig-monkey chimeras. The term chimera is used to refer to any organism that contains living cells coming from different genotypes. For this research, the scientists took monkey cells and added them to pig embryos, then had female pigs carry those embryos to term. Using more than 4,000 embryos implanted into sows, only 10 of them resulted in a pregnancy that was then carried to full term. The piglets looked like any other pig, but there was no doubt the scientists observed monkey cells present. They had modified these to show up under certain lights for easy visibility. Out of the 10 born piglets, two of them were chimeras while the rest were normal. The two piglets, however, died within just a week of being born. No one knows the cause of death as of the moment. Regardless of the deaths, the scientists are acting as if it's a win for them. It's the first step to fully creating possible chimeras and moving forward with the possibility of having animals create organs to be used for transplants. With so many dying while waiting on the organ donors list, this could be one way to minimize the deaths by having a ready-made, ready-to-use organ to transplant. It may seem grim, a bit creepy, and even unethical to create animals just for the purpose of harvesting their organs, but there's no denying this might not be the last we'll hear of a project like this. Number 4. Alaska Man Escapes Canadian Killers 
Eager to get home, in July of 2019, Ken Albertson had driven 15 hours in a single day. He was tired and exhausted after having gone on a family trip to Montana and was excited to get home to Alaska. He needed to rest, so the 54-year-old pulled over on the side of the Alaskan Highway in Yukon, just 100 kilometers from the north border of British Columbia. He slipped in the back seat of his car, took off his pants, and was getting ready to close his eyes when he saw a pickup slowly pass by. He watched it stop on the road a little further down. The passenger door opened and out came a tall, skinny man with a long gun. The truck then slowly pulled away as the man walked towards the trees, hiding as he began approaching Albertson's parked vehicle. To Albertson's surprise, as the man closed in, the pickup truck returned and slowly positioned itself on the road as if blocking Albertson's exit. As he was watching this all unfold, he initially thought it was unusual, but when the truck returned and he realized it was blocking his exit, he knew it was likely an ambush. In his gut, he knew if he didn't take action right away, he was going to get blocked in. Albertson jumped back into the front seat in his underwear, roared his engine, and sped away. He tried to look at the guy behind the wheel of the pickup, but the driver covered his face. Albertson said he didn't even realize there was a manhunt going on until days later when he heard the local reports about the killer teens. By this time, suspects Cam McLeod, and Briar Schmigelski had already claimed another victim, University of British Columbia professor Leonard Dyke. Prior to finding Dyke's body, Torres, China Deese, and Lucas Fowler were found shot to death on July 15, 2019, when their camper van broke down on the Alaskan Highway. At first, the RCMP thought the three killings weren't connected, but on July 23rd, they surprised everyone when they linked the three murders and charged the teens, McLeod and Schmigelski, as being responsible for them. A nationwide manhunt was underway for the two suspects. Several local towns close to the killings were put on lockdown as authorities searched every inch they could for the men. As the search scaled down by August, authorities found a damaged boat and a report of a sleeping bag found close to the river. They searched the area, and on August 7th, the bodies of the two teens were found dead in a dense scrub about one kilometer away from where the items were. Police believe the two had shot each other to death via suicide. According to the medical examiner, the boys had been dead for several days before they were found. When exactly, it was hard to tell. Police say they found two firearms close to the bodies, although they haven't released the results yet, whether these were the ones used for the killings. While the deaths brought a deadly end to the pair's killing spree, police, family, and friends of the victims and the suspects are still clueless as to any real motive. Number 3. Ghost on Scotter Road She's described as a tall ghost wearing a fancy dress who is seen haunting a portion of Scotter Road in Scunthorpe, England. For years, many have reported seeing this ghost walking on a section of road close to the viaducts in the industrial town of Lincolnshire. Because of its notoriety, it's now dubbed as the Scotter Road Spectre. The ghost has been seen walking along this road before mysteriously vanishing into thin air. Dr. Rob Gandy, a statistician from the UK who is also traveling around the area to catalog unexplained paranormal reports, learned about Scotter Road during his research. 
Recently, he was conducting an investigation about another paranormal story, the Ruskington Horror, when he encountered the tale of the Scudder Road Ghost. A lot of people have come forward to share their experiences about the mysterious specter. The creepy thing about this ghost is it's seen as being so tall it looks like it's walking on stilts. One witness recounts seeing the apparition in full view for several minutes before having it vanish before his eyes. Another one thought that they ran over someone in the area, but when they stopped to check, they couldn't find anything. Today, many still don't know where, who, or what the mysterious apparition is. The sightings have continued for some time and will likely keep going for anyone driving or crossing that stretch of Scotter Road. Number 2. Missing Oregon Girl 20-year-old Allison Watterson from Portland, Oregon was last seen with her boyfriend Ben Garland on December 22nd. Before noon on that day, a homeowner from North Plains saw Watterson and Garland together. Another person later found Garland asleep in his truck on the 23rd and took him home. Garland headed out with his father in search of Watterson shortly after, but when they couldn't find her, they contacted her family, who then reported her missing. Upon the initial report, Garland's father explained that his son and girlfriend were hiking in the area when they became separated. The reason why they didn't report Watterson's disappearance right away is that Ben Garland had pending arrest warrants. However, police said there is no proof corroborating this story of a hike together. After she was reported missing, deputies immediately initiated a search and rescue effort. Over 100 volunteers combed the area where Watterson was said to have gone missing. Soon, authorities discovered a truck used by Garland, which they realized was stolen. Ben Garland was taken into custody for pending warrants on various charges unrelated to Watterson's disappearance. According to Misty Watterson, Allison's mother, it's possible her daughter and her boyfriend were visiting a friend in the area when their car broke down. They then went their separate ways asking for help, but no one found anything to corroborate this story either. A week after she was reported missing, the search efforts were called off as authorities say they've exhausted all physical leads by scouring over 1,600 acres of rural land. Police are still urging the public to speak out if they have any information regarding Allison Watterson. She was last seen wearing black jeans, brown Calvin Klein boots, and an orange or yellow hoodie. She was also carrying a red backpack. Watterson has dark brown hair and stands 5 feet 7 inches tall. The search for her is still ongoing. Number 1. Chad Underwood and the Tic Tac UFO Known online as the Tic Tac UFO, the New York Times broke the news last year implying that the U.S. government has been tracking these unidentified flying objects for years. But the bombshell for the article was a 76-second piece of video footage of a supposed UFO encounter in 2004 by a U.S. Navy pilot. It started on November 10th of 2004 when radar operator Kevin Day saw a cluster of slow-moving flying objects in groups of 5 to 10 flying off San Clemente Island off the San Diego coast. The cluster was moving at a height of 28,000 feet at about 120 knots or 138 miles per hour. It was too slow to be a conventional craft and it didn't have any observed flight path. 
Commanding officer of the Black Aces, David Fravor, was the first to make visual confirmation of the unusual craft. However, the second person on the flight that day was pilot Chad Underwood. Sharing his experience for the first time in an interview for the New York Times, Underwood says he was told to be on the lookout for the craft. When he caught the object on his radar, that's when he realized it was something different. He didn't see the object with his own eyes like Fravor did, but was following it closely on his radar, and it was him that called it the Tic Tac because of its elongated shape. According to him, the object behaved erratically by changing speeds and altitude, unlike any other flying craft he's seen before. He says that it was behaving in waves that aren't physically normal. What baffled him was that the craft was moving from 50,000 feet one second, only to move to just hundreds of feet from the water. This defies the laws of physics and cannot be achieved with any known craft that we have today. Even more baffling, according to Underwood, was that the craft didn't seem to have any source of propulsion. While there was heat coming from it, there was no sign there was any source of heat or exhaust a normal craft operating at such speeds and power would be giving off. He went on to say it's unlikely it was a bird because birds don't fly at 5,000 feet. What's more, they're not usually alone when flying. As for the possibility of it being a weather balloon, he contends weather balloons usually gain altitude but don't behave erratically like that. When asked about how he felt when his boss came out in public, he said he fully supported everything he had to say 100%. For Underwood, he doesn't want to put the UFO label on what he encountered that day. He makes it clear that to him, that object was what he called a UFO. He adds, it was flying and it was an object. It's as simple as that. So there were the strange and scary mysteries of the month for January 2020. Every day we encounter strange and baffling stories that most of us don't know what to make of. These are just a handful, but there's still so much more to uncover. We have new videos every Wednesday and Saturday, so if you enjoyed this one, then please subscribe and hit the notification bell. Thanks for tuning in this week, and we'll see you soon.